0: good morning good news land and welcome to another awesome installment of great news weekly i am your host jenny craig brown and i'm gonna bring you some awesome news today just for the rest of the week and beyond. Of course, we always bring you guys the great news. So if you don't currently, make sure you like our pages, NWI Life, Portage Life, Valpo Life, and LaPorte County Life. Also follow us on Instagram at Great News Life. Connect with us online. Make sure you get all your good news ongoing. However, let's dive right into this week's. And first up, we're so excited to announce that the region is incredibly lucky and we are hosting the NSA World Series this year. We got a chance to talk with Mayor Uran as well as the President of the NSA to tell us all about this incredible opportunity and what that means right here in the region.
1: Uh, David Urano, I'm the mayor of City Crown Point, and here you are in 2021, we're back to having tournaments at a large scale and we want to welcome the NSA Girls World Series to our city. Not only will they be playing here, but they're going to be playing all over Northwest Indiana of over 180 different teams of ages from 8 to 18. We're going to experience the, the hospitality of northwest indiana here this week i think crown point's becoming the uh, the amateur sports uh, capital of northwest indiana especially with legacy fields uh we have a a, a state-of-the-art softball complex there as well and uh, it really attracts uh not only our talent locally but uh in the midwest we've got you know michigan ohio indiana illinois wisconsin missouri kentucky they all feed right to here so it's a great location for us. I want to say thank you to Bill Gordon, uh, the director of the NSA. Our staff here, our parks director, and, uh, and uh, Jenny Burgess and Diana Boss, our special events coordinator, working closely with the staff of CBA to make this an attractive uh, opportunity to showcase Northwest Indiana. So thank you to all those uh, entities who made a major part of making this week happen. The South Shore group's been fantastic, like always. We're, we love working with them. And, and Crown Point, Jen and her staff out there—they've been just phenomenal to work with. And then we got. Cheerville on this year, new with us, uh, running with the event. We got Highland, Hobart, uh, Portage, Lillaport, and Michigan City. So seven cities are all included in this. Good luck. Play fair between the white lines. Best team win.
0: Thanks, Mary Ann, for your time on that interview. And just kudos to all of the softball players out there. Good luck to everybody. And as he said, Play fair, but play to win. Um, Next up, we got Carter from our team, life or Carter, we've got two, I know, it's a big thing. Um, He got a chance to learn all about the new art installment at the North Shore Health Center's campus, what it's for, why it's there, and talk to the artists all about the creation. Let's check it out.
2: Hey everybody, we're out here at North Shore Health Centers. Today we're gonna be checking out the mural that they just finished up in their substance abuse office. And Brian will tell you all about it. I am uh, Brian Dortmund, and I'm the artist facilitator here at uh, North Shore and Frontline Foundations. We have these two wonderful group rooms—one for art and one for music—and you know, the discussions between Alan and I and some of the other counselors were the space seemed um, hospital-like, a little bit sterile, and uh, it, it didn't really suit what we were doing in the sense of like bringing the creativity of art and music um, as something positive for our clients. So what we wanted to do was we wanted to create a space that was inviting, that was bright, that was colorful, and then also had a narrative that related back to our clients and back to their um, recovery. Here with the Substance Abuse Department, um, you know, they really supported us in saying, you know, here's your canvas and trusted us and primarily trusted Brian, thankfully, more than me, uh, to, uh, to really make this environment welcoming, comfortable, and really let people's guard down because a lot of times when they're walking in the door, especially for their first time, they have some preconceived notions of what it's gonna be like. In order for us as counselors to be able to to do our work, it has to be disarming. So when I was creating the idea for uh, this mural, I was going to have it um, in the sense of like a darkened side or a a past side that almost might be monochromatic or black and white, like targeting back to like older cinema or photographs in that sense Um, and then a lighter side that sort of linked into the possibilities of the future you know bright colors all the things that you wanted there's all this clutter in your life there are many things that we want to hang on to and um, when you're when you're working with someone in recovery many of those aspects sort of tie you down to your past life and it's very difficult to sort of kick free of that so it's the sense of like if you could remove all those things all that clutter and open yourself up and you notice you know the ground is is opened up more, there's plants, but it's not overwhelming. There's room to breathe. There's also a different sort of uh, effect with the sky. Um, you know, there's a transition. Each one of these pieces is, is basically a, a narrative created um, by our clients. So it, it simply starts off with a sketch. A big part of, of the art and the music program is is sort of digging into a talent, you know, or a thing that a client has inside of them. Showing people the way that, that arts can change their life, whether working with children, um, adults with disabilities, or with our current client population, you know, people in recovery, in that sense, it's like I sort of point out and help lead um, clients, friends, children, all those things to the possibilities of art. All right, everybody, we just finished up. We saw that mural. It was awesome. We had such a great time and we can't wait to come back soon.
0: Thanks, Carter. Thanks to the artists that put that all together. What an incredible program. What a great way to kind of hone in on artists' skills and help those in the community. Kudos to North Shore. Great job. Uh, Next up, we have the carter segment so you know the not not that carter but that carter um (laughs) so carter's here to tell you all about camping as we wind down the hot summer days and start to head into that fall season and he's gonna teach you all you need to know to take your first camping trip and hopefully one of many let's hear all about it
3: with school starting right around the corner it's a subtle little reminder to us that summer it's almost over but hey don't worry because after summer comes fall. And if there's one thing that fall is great for, it's camping. So I'm here to tell you a bunch of camping essentials and share a couple little tips and tricks of my own. So here we are at our campsite. Um, This is Carter. Wave to everybody, Carter. So first, probably the most important thing is you're going to need a place to sleep. So whether that's a tent, an RV, a pull-behind, your car, or whatever, after a tent, you're going to need appropriate clothes and shoes. As we can see on Carter here, he is wearing a polo, which is um, odd, but okay. Um, It's short sleeve, it's breathable, and he's got on shorts, jorts to be precise. You're going to want to pack for the weather that you're expecting and the weather that could just happen. You're going to want appropriate hiking shoes, whether that's uh, tennis shoes or some form of appropriate hiking boots, or what Carter has on are Tevas. They're a breathable sandal that can go in water and have straps so that they stay on your feet unlike flip flops or Birkenstocks. You're going to have to sleep at some point, so you're going to want a sleeping bag or blankets and mattress, air mattress, some combination like that. Be prepared for it to be dark because there aren't lights out there. So you're going to want to bring a flashlight or a lantern or you have a flashlight on your phone, but I always advise bringing another one because your phone might die. You can throw that stuff in the next item, a backpack. And in that backpack, you're gonna want some sunscreen and bug spray, big emphasis on the bug spray. Might wanna bring a knife and some rope just to be prepared for anything. Um, If you got a hammock, I definitely recommend bringing that. A whistle can be very useful in case you fall or get into trouble while hiking so that people can hear you calling for help. Then bring water, snacks, and a map and a compass if you have one. And the last two things, um, I recommend bringing some games, some board games or yard games just to play and pass the time and bring some wood and stuff to cook on the fire, you know, s'mores and things like that. And if you're gonna bring wood, make sure it follows the regulations of the campground or wherever you're staying. Um, Usually they want it debarked and things like that. And sometimes they don't even want you to bring wood because it could have invasive species like the emerald ash borer, which eats trees. Oh, and then some tips, some super fun tips. I like to hike in the morning and not get it out of the way, but in the morning you got all that energy, you know, have a little breakfast, get that hike in while the sun is up and then that way the rest of the afternoon you can just relax, hang out by the campsite and play some games and maybe go on another hike if you're feeling up to it. On that hike, um, be careful with plants. If you don't know what it is, don't touch it. Or you could end up with a real bad case of poison ivy and you'll be all red like a tomato And itchy and pussy and gross and then most importantly have fun now get on out there and get to camping
0: well thanks to carter for showing us all about camping that carter and thanks for the other carter for the north shore thing and thanks to you guys for watching as we mentioned in that camping video carter to also did a game video. So you guys can go watch that as well on YouTube so that you can learn about the games that you can bring to the camping trip that he just taught you about. How's that for exciting? Uh, So thank you guys for watching. Um, If you have not heard, this is the end of the season for Great News Weekly. We will be back in September for season two. We'll come back at you with some more good news. In the meantime, make sure to stay tuned to all of our Facebook pages, all of our websites, Instagram, Twitter. You can find us everywhere. And all of those places have good news for you. So join us in September. Thank you so much for your support for season one of Great News Weekly. We love being here and we love bringing you guys all of the great news. Have an incredible week, y'all. And we'll see you soon. Take care.